You have to understand how the subconscious mind works and how to reprogram yourself for success. In this episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast, we are going to be talking about money and money stories, money beliefs, money scripts, the things running in your subconscious that keep you from creating the cash flow that you desire, the income that you desire, the consistent flow of money to you and through you for your use in this world. What stops you from growing your business, from scaling your business, from creating more cash flow, whether you have your own business or work for someone else? Either way, there is a way to increase your cash flow. Yet if you do not understand how money works, and most people don't, you will always be limited. And you will always be in fear of it running out, living in scarcity, not knowing if you will have enough money to do what you want in this world. And that is a feeling of being trapped. And when you feel trapped, you have to contort yourself. You have to change yourself. You have to make yourself small in order not to have the other shoe drop the bad thing from outside because someone else is controlling your money flow from happening. So you have to make yourself into someone you might not really be in order to please someone else in order to make sure that the money comes. Now that's being trapped. We don't want that. We want full self-expression. We want to have self-ownership. We want to be able to do what we want in this world. Now, this doesn't mean that you're disrespectful of anyone or you're not cognizant of other people's feelings or that you don't do things for other people. Of course you do. It would be silly to think otherwise. Yet most people do not have self-ownership. They are jumping through hoops in order to please someone else in order for the money flow not to stop. And we want you to be free, not trapped. So most people don't know how to create money, much less what money is. So this is something we're going to be going into a lot in further programs that you may want to consider doing with me. Some, something like the Spirit of Wealth Mastermind and Masterclass would be a perfect place for you to drop yourself into if this is something that really speaks to you because it's what I go into at a master level with the women in that incredible program. So keep that in mind. But for now, let's talk about what money is and how you create it. So money is a form of energy. Everything actually is a form of energy. Everything is vibrating. The forms that you see are energy in vibration at different frequencies of vibration. And money is no different. It moves. It has, it is energy. It has a particular frequency. And it's really important to understand that for a number of reasons. One, it's currency. It moves. 
like a current. It's currency. Money especially moves. Okay, money, money wants to stay in motion. And the second reason that's important is that everything vibrates. And we'll go into the law of vibration in a moment, but everything in the universe vibrates. And in order to receive more money, you must be vibrating at the frequency of that level of money. You must understand that in order to attract what you desire, you must be in alignment with it. You must be vibrating at the same frequency as it. And to do that, you must change. You must up-level yourself. You must grow. You cannot stay where you are now without any change and receive more money. It's not how it works. You must grow in who you're being. This means changing how you're thinking, changing how you're feeling, changing your perspectives, changing your attitudes, changing your actions. You must grow. And that will require that you sacrifice the things that are keeping you at the same level. So if you don't want to be a slave to money, right? Dependent on it, living in fear of it, controlled by it, but want to be the master of it, meaning that you manage it, you control its flow. You don't live in fear of it. You enjoy it and you know that it's going to keep coming to you then you must get in that vibration. And that's, I'm not talking about like, how do I say this? A lot of people think of vibration as something very woo-woo. This is, I'm dead serious about this. You must change who you are being. When you do that, your energy changes. And how you vibrate changes. And If you step into being a master of money, you will never live in fear of not having enough again. Okay. So more than not knowing what money is, most people don't truly know how to create money. They are ignorant of the mechanisms that move money and the laws that must be obeyed. I mentioned one already, the law of vibration. You may have heard the law of attraction, may have heard of the law of attraction. That's a subsidiary law to the law of vibration. You you must understand vibration first. Attraction happens as a result of that. So some people, it's true, create money without consciously understanding the universal laws. They are called unconscious competence. And this might be you. You might have been successful to an extent in creating money or to a small or large extent to, to in creating money, but you still live in fear of it running out because you don't actually understand what the laws are that govern the movement of money. And that level of uncertainty causes you to have this constant underlying fear and that's no fun okay because you don't know how to recreate it and it leads to walking on eggshells all the time and even being like a stingy rich person okay because you don't know that money is truly abundant you don't actually understand how it works so although you might 
have had some success in creating money unconsciously, doing some things right, the whole of your life is not truly satisfying because you don't understand consciously how it works. If you did, you would be living a much more generous, open, carefree, delighted life. Okay, so let's talk about the mechanisms that the mechanism that moves money and also the law of compensation and the first law of receiving being the law of giving. So the first law of receiving is giving, okay? So what is the mechanism that moves money? Sales. Straight up, guys. Gotta tell you, sales is what moves money. Think about it. If you don't make a sale in your business, there's no money coming in. Let's talk about it in the workplace. If you don't make a sale in that interview, you don't get hired. You don't get that salary. If you don't make a sale when you're having your annual review, you don't get that raise. You don't get that bonus. You don't get those plum projects that give you the visibility, that give you the ability to raise your income. You must understand that sales is the mechanism that moves money. Yet most people run screaming from the room saying, I don't want to be salesy. Sales is icky. That's not for me. I don't need to do sales. I'm just going to sit back and hope my marketing works. I want them to come to me. I don't want to have to do anything. I don't want to have to do sales. This is a fear of rejection and it's keeping you trapped. It's keeping you small. Now, I have a lot of compassion because I had to go through figuring out how to, to do sales. I understood intuitively that I had to make sales in order to grow, grow and scale my business, in order to receive money through my business. But I didn't really understand how to do sales. You have to become masterful at sales. And you want to look at sales as service. How can I be of service to the person I'm speaking to leave them better off whether I make the sale or not and help them say yes to solving their problem through the solution I offer by paying me. You have to own your value. You have to own the solution that you provide, how you're helping people. And you have to learn very completely how to communicate that. And there is both an art and a science to that. So you, you must learn sales. Sales is what moves money. Money is abundant. Money comes from source, through people, through sales. Money doesn't come from people. It comes through people. And it's coming through you. Every time you go to the store and buy something, it's coming through you. And you want to keep it in circulation because money likes to move. Okay? Keep it in circulation. It wants to move to you and through you. But if you're afraid of it dissipating, going away, it won't want to come to you. It will feel your fear, okay? I promise you. That's a little woo-woo. I know that's out there. Okay, the law of compensation. Let's move on. The law of compensation says you'll be compensated according to the need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. Is there a need 
for what you do? Is there a problem that people are actually having that what you do solves? Do you know what that is? Can you be very specific? Can you articulate it? Are you clear? Spend a couple minutes on that. Do you know what problem you solve? And is it an important problem for someone to solve? If, if it's the more important the problem that someone has on their hierarchy of needs, the more they will be willing to compensate you for solving it. Big problem, big reward. Small problem, small reward or compensation. How good are you at doing it? Solving the problem. This is your ability to do it, to solve that problem. How good are you at that? Are you a master of it? Now, if you're not a master of what you do, that doesn't mean that you don't have to charge anything for it. But as you grow in experience, in in ability, in capability, you will be compensated more. Not if you're afraid to raise your prices, not if you're afraid of sales, not if you have underlying money stories that you need to work through, but the potentiality is there. If you're good at what you do, you will be compensated much better for it. It doesn't mean you have to work longer or harder hours. It just means that you are masterful at it. You can actually get the results for your clients a lot quicker than someone else. And people will pay for speed. People will pay for speed. And the third piece of the law of compensation says, how difficult is it to replace you? And this is the piece that most people miss. This is actually the most important piece. Yet most people go off here and they're not taught it. It's not in their awareness because it's not about the certification. It's about who you are being. So the difficulty in replacing you is not the three letters after your name. It's something more. It's subtle yet powerful. It's who you are being. Do you own your worth? Are you fully expressed? Are you living with freedom, self-ownership? Or are you feeling trapped and in fear? What kind of energy are you transmitting to people? Do you worry what people think of you and make yourself small? Are you driven by your fears? Fears of rejection. This is a big thing that stops people from moving forward. But fear of failure, fear of uh, making a mistake, fear of what people will think, fear of judgment. All of those make you small. Are you driven by scarcity? What am I going to lose versus what am I going to gain? This and so much more contributes to who you are being as a person in this world. And who you are is what makes it difficult to replace you. Yes, part of that is the knowledge that you have. Part of it is how essential you might be to an organization. But fundamentally, it's who you're being. And this has everything to do with your your identity and your self-image and your self-worth. Okay, moving on now to the first law of receiving is giving. You can't receive what you aren't able to give. This is part of the law of vibration. As I said earlier, the law of vibration says that you receive 
things, you magnetize things, you attract things that are at the same vibration as you. And if you aren't able to give generously with an open heart, open spirit, what you wish to receive, you will not attract that because you cannot receive what you aren't able to give. You cannot receive what you aren't able to give. If you have a scarcity mindset, it will determine your behavior, your choices, your decisions, your actions, your whole attitude, which determines your outcomes and your whole life. It will determine your compensation. So you can't be afraid to give and you must give first. You must give in in faith, give your time, give your effort, give your ideas, give your good spirit, give your money, give your, um, you know, what you buy and invest in, uh, give your thoughts, contribute and volunteer to other people's lives in various and different ways. How are you giving? Give your love. Oh my God, should have been top of the list. You must give first, even before you are certain of having it come back to you. And you must give with an open heart, not with a, oh shit, it might run out heart. Does love ever run out? No, it doesn't. It's the same thing with money. It doesn't actually run out. Now, your bank account can be saying something different, but that's because you don't know how to move money. You're in ignorance of how the mechanisms of moving money work, but it doesn't mean that money's run out. That's why it's so important to learn these things. So fundamentally, you have to figure out what your beliefs are about money. That is a great place to start. These beliefs are in your subconscious mind and they drive everything. They drive everything. So you have to understand how the subconscious mind works and how to reprogram yourself for success. Because the beliefs you hold in your subconscious about yourself And money will determine how much money you will make. Because it's not solely about hard work. I believe in putting in the effort. You guys, I put an effort in my business. I love my business. I love building it. I love what I do. And I put in the effort. Ask anyone on my team behind the scenes who sees me work. I put in the effort. I take time off too. And I live a delighted life. And I enjoy the frickety frick out of what I do. And I put in the effort, but it's not solely about hard work. And it's certainly not about the struggly kind of hard work or the grinded out kind of hard work where you feel like you have a monkey on your back all the time. If it were, and you're doing that, you would be further ahead, but it's not. Okay. At least not alone. Hard work alone is not the answer. Education alone is not the answer. Yes, having a good education helps. Absolutely. I love, I loved getting a great education. And it isn't what helped me make, it got me to a certain place, but it, it wasn't what got me to my big income breakthrough. And you can look around and you can see so many extraordinarily well-educated people who haven't broken through yet. So it can't be education alone. And it's not who you know, because there are really connected people who are still struggling. Ask people who go to parties in Hollywood. They all know each other. Not everyone's getting ahead. How good of a person are you? It, you know, 
being a good person isn't alone what's going to cause money to move to you. Does it feel better to be a good person? Yes. As an indirect result of that, does your vibration rise? Yes. But that alone is not enough. And you can be a really good person who's in poverty. Those two things are not synonymous. And it's not solely about your family of origin or the environment that you grew up in. Though your environment is certainly hugely important. That's why I'm often harping on who are you spending your time with? Are you spending time with people who have a growth mindset, who are going for more? All of these things contribute and they are part of the picture for sure, 100%, part of the picture. You need to be looking at it. And yet they are not the thing that's going to allow you to move the needle in your business. Understanding these universal laws is what's going to help you move quickly Understanding sales is what's going to help you move quickly because you know people who have these qualities, who have this, and one person succeeds and the other person doesn't. It's their beliefs about the world, about others and themselves. It's understanding goal achievement and looking at it through the lens of universal law that really turns things. It's understanding how to adjust your subconscious, your subconscious programming that allows you to really break free. And think about what is in your subconscious programming about money and the money stories that are actually driving you. What did you grow up with? Was it, I have to work hard, I have to struggle to make money? Or was it the money, money is the root of all evil. Money doesn't buy happiness. I never have enough money. Is that one of your stories? I have to sacrifice my integrity to make money. Only crooks make money or lots of money. It's not, to, it's not right to be rich when others are struggling. All of these are money stories that keep you trapped. I can either do what I love or make money. What a freaking lie is that? Such a lie. Money doesn't grow on trees. You can't have everything you want. These are the kinds of money stories that are trapped in your subconscious that need to see the light of day and need to be converted and transformed. So for today, take a look at your money stories Take a look particularly at your money stories around sales, because as you know now, sales is what moves money, and then investigate how you stack up with the three pieces of the law of compensation. Are you solving a big problem? Are you a master at solving it? And are you difficult to replace? Okay, with that, I'm Amira Alvarez. Thanks for listening. Rock it out and be unstoppable. Hey there, my friend. Do you resonate with what you just heard? Then head over to our free resource page and get more of our good stuff, including our free Unstoppable Woman playbook and money breakthrough system. You'll find that and more at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and I'll see you in the next episode.